Nope. All right. 16. 13. 17. Four. Two. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are always in such a race to see who can do the worst. Seems to be um, the school of necromancy. Oh, God. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> you laugh okay, at that. So pay attention. That, that, that was humorous. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's a difference between funny and not funny. And then See. Matt. <laughs> and ginger ale and a peanut butter cookie makes for an awesome time for Matt. <laughs> He's a cheap date. Yes, he is. He's like, come on, yes. guys. Chapter 144, The Dragon's Horde. Okay. So in the last episode, uh, you guys had finally made it back to the shoreline. um, And uh, it was a little exciting, though. Um, Middle of the night, we had a couple of people uh, come up uh, ill there. So thankfully, you have a paladin that can uh, cure with just a prayer and a touch. That's good. You know, and they were, uh, you know, they kept us up with their sporing problem. Mm-hmm. Your sporing I'm not sure charities. how to respond to that. I'm just going to let it go. Letting you go sounds good. That was a stretch. That's like saying the... Was, was that better or worse than the cauliflowers? Worse. worse. Much worse. <laughs> you guys are duds. <laughs> oh my god, this night watch is so sporing. Yeah. Did, did we enjoy the cauliflowers? I liked the cauliflowers. Yeah, oh, good. They were cute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Anyway... Um, so you guys had made it back. You had a, a fine uh, final meal with the hunter before they to to take off, and uh, you guys are ready to go. The your uh, your ship captain there from the shore had uh, arrived in good stead, but a little freaked out because at, when he got about a mile from shore, the wind died, but his boat kept going as if it was propelled by the wind. So uh, perhaps a little help from your new friend, the star- king of the storm giants. And uh, you guys um, awaken first thing in the morning and uh, find that the, uh, the uh, hunter and his party are already um, preparing the boat. They're almost ready to go. They uh, either skipped breakfast or had a, uh, a scanty breakfast and, and had rolled up their bedrolls and tossed them in the ship with the uh, heads of their departed foes and, and are all but ready to go. Was it a sea scanty? Yes. Are they just leaving the palisade up? Well, it's you know thirty foot tall poles, so they yeah. may come back. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. yeah, it could be too. So, or perhaps the dragonborn will arrive here one day. Yeah, we can actually claim it as our own. The palisade. Mm-hmm. I feel no need to. Yeah, I don't think we. Are you saying the palisade? Yeah, just make it like a little fort. It's pretty I mean, far from it, the it, mainland. It already so. is a little. It, it's fort. not like it's a. Hop, skip, and a jump. It, yeah. would, it would require some effort to. And there's no real worth in staying here? Not presently, but. Not really. As our DM said, for the Dragonborn, potentially. Right. Fine, then I will call it No Onesville. I mean, it already has a. Population, name. no one. <laughs> you laugh okay, at that. So pay attention. That, that, that was humorous. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's a difference between funny. And not funny. And then See, Matt. <laughs> so we're on a boat sailing back to our dragon horn. You could say, Matt, when you make that joke, only no one laughs. 
I could. You could. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so you guys, uh, I assume, are going to load up and get ready to go. Yes. And uh, the uh, fishermen obviously can turn the uh, the boat around pretty quick and get it ready to roll. And, and it wasn't much for you guys to pack up anyway. So um, the uh, other boat is just barely out of sight by the time you guys get in and, and you take off. And once again, um, like was previously uh, on the way in, he pushes off. There's no wind at all, but you guys just start gliding ever so uh, smoothly away from the shore. Does the hunter's boat do the same thing? Or are we catching well, up? He, they seem to actually have, uh, have you know, the, the sail seemed to fill when they got about 100 yards offshore. And, uh, and they went from oars to, to sail and... And just sailed away, but you guys, it's just glass smooth and no problem, but you're, you know, coursing away as if you've got a nice stiff breeze behind you. We've got the favor. Yeah, it's good to have, it's good to have friends in high places. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You can start walking tall for that. Actually, he has, um, he has start to run. A little, you know, pass some of the time to him, the, the captain of the spine vessel our little not too much of what we did but enough about the giant and controlling the oceans and the winds and he, he says you know there have always been legends passed down that there's a king of the storms out here and i always thought it was something that people just told each other to keep him from going to the island keep the uh, the young bucks from trying to get off the off the coast and go out and see what's uh, what that uh, spire is off the coast but but you say it's true there's actually someone there uh, not so much as someone as a, a giant, uh, thirty feet easy. Wow, um, that's that's even actually more more fearsome than than just the legend that there was somebody there. And one of the things we've made promise to is start spreading his tail so that he may be visited once again by the whole of our realm. I think he was quite lonely. Well, I'd say so. I you know. I live right by Kalium Sedis, and I've made it down to the, the dockworks uh, from time to time, and they're amazing, aren't they? I mean, a hundred stone quays sticking out into the water, hundreds of feet. Uh, can you imagine the ships that must have come in and out? When, when the Great Kingdom was at its height, there must have been so much commerce, so many people coming and going. Um, it would have been great to see. I wonder if we can ever get back to to such a uh, such an amazing place. Probably not, eh? Because you know, it used to be we had the the Great Central Valley, and uh, now that's the the Mare. Well, I think it's completely possible that would, to achieve a great state like that again, it just requires work on all parties involved to get there. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah, and he, he just kind of gets lost in his thoughts and settles back on the tiller. And when you guys are probably a good mile offshore, um, you notice the, the wind begin to pick up and, and he has you pull the, uh, the sheet up and, and sets the, the sail. And uh, it's actually a pretty darn good day for sailing, um, at least to start with. <laughs> but uh, then about uh, halfway through the day, um, you know, you, you can no longer see the island behind you, and and uh, but the spire is still sticking up, and you can't quite see the shore in front of you. 
um, you just kind of notice a dark, ugly uh, line of clouds that uh, is is approaching. And he says, oh, it looks like we're going to get a little wet here. Um, if you got your oil skins, pull them on real quick. Uh, and make sure we uh, lash everything down. It could get a little bumpy. What's, little an, what's an oil skin? Um, it's uh, a leather uh, overcoat. Uh, you, you oil it down so it keeps you dry. It's like a medieval raincoat. He does. The Dragonborns don't have one. They have scales. Like, well, I'm not sure the, we have one of what's those. What's the purpose of that? Definitely you, got, you, you, guys, you guys do have your, your cloaks there. Uh, it just keeps you dry. And, and actually, as he starts to uh, to uh, say that, things that does start to get a little bit choppy, and um, he brings the sail in a little bit, um, and is because with a little extra wind behind it, and for about the next forty five minutes, it uh, comes down pretty heavily on you guys. So, you guys obviously have your traveling cloaks, which you know for a, a dousing like this um, does a pretty good job, and uh, you know. About 45 minutes later, you're all done getting wet, and uh, it, the squall line passes on. Uh, meanwhile, you, you did pitch around pretty good. It, w- it was not very comfortable for you you land dwellers. Uh, did we feed any fish? Nope, nope. You, you were able to, to hold it all together. Beats flying. Yep. Hey, at least we don't have any spores on us anymore. <laughs> or the spores are all under our jackets. Except for you, your spores are gone. Uh, yeah. You may have spores in your bag of holding. A bag of spores. Actually, that's kind of bring up a good point. Anyways. All right, so we're sailing. So you're sailing, and um, that's about the uh, largest amount of excitement you have on, on the entire trip. From there, it um, just kind of uh, settles down, and you... Uh, are able to pull in and, and just as you know as the uh, sun is beginning to get long uh, behind you there to the west the uh, co- you know friendly cove that you're used to appears and uh, he starts pulling it in there and you can actually see um, his wife uh, Ula and the two kids on the shore waving as you guys are approaching and uh, um, everybody actually everybody roll for me a perception check Oh. Oh, all right. 16. 13. 17. Four. Two. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are always in such a race to see who can do the worst. It's so fantastic. All right. Actually, where did, this, di- where did, the, where did the sticky note pad go? There it is. Okay. You got one. Okay. And uh, the boat kind of settles in there uh, with the twilight uh, beginning to, to, to uh, gather. Okay. And uh, the, the kids, you know, they do that cute little thing where they try to help, but it's, like, way above their ability. And and so they try to help uh, pull the boat up on shore and just kind of to, to do that. And, and uh, Kraval, the kids are just looking at you with these really big eyes, like they always do. Like I said, you're, you're like, their very favorite dinosaur ever. Well, now. There's competition. I rage you, you rage me. So I'm going to pull... Uh... You should lend Our them sailor them. friend over and ask subtly about what I've seen. Uh, he says, oh, um, yeah, the ink there, yeah. I got into a real um, real good uh, catch of squid the other day, and there was a, one that was like this big, and I pulled it in. I mean, it took all, took all my strength to pull it in, and as soon as I got in, it inked all over me in the in the boat. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, really, un, un, it was good eating, though. 
but mm-hmm. uh, but uh, kind of unpleasant. Had had to burn those clothes. Yeah, yeah, I would expect so. Right. I'm gonna talk to Carol. You should donate your one of your gauntlets to that kid. Let him pull the whole boat up all on his own. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be epic. After spending an hour attuning to it, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna pass on that one. It'd be funny though. Let him mature into his own strength first, and then we can look at enhancing it. All right. So now we're on shore. Yeah. And so um, the family has a, a nice dinner set for you. And uh, and Ula is like, I hope your trip was fine. Um, it's, it's good to see you back again. Obviously, we, we didn't know if we were going to see you at all. Well, there were some uh, interesting moments. Uh, and actually, at that point, um, the husband breaks in and, and just says, Apparently it's true. There's a storm giant out there. They talk to him, and all the kids are like, you know, big wide eyes. Ooh, really, really, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now we'll give them the tale of the beholder and rays that could disintegrate. And of course, how I was not. nimbly yes. dodging these horrible effects. Yeah. I was that close to a new character. <laughs> I was like, wow. Actually, you you all there's three of us yeah. that were that close. He was almost petrified. You were almost disintegrated. And uh, Arlen... I didn't realize that until I listened back and I listened to your DM mm-hmm. notes. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Arlen, Arlen would have been dead dead if he didn't have his necklace. And yeah. then the, the yeah. thunderous beasts that we encountered on the island. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Thrax. And I warned them not to touch him. Yeah. And then they're all sitting in the corner petting him. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, when they try to... they do that thing where the kids get overly excited and they kind of crowd in on him. He actually snaps at them and, and no one's barely able to pull Thrax out of the way before he actually rends one of the poor children. Aww. And it's one of those things like, you know, with the, the dog that gets spooked. Yeah. You, know, you have to yeah. hold it and calm it down and then now you can come and pet no him. And then sitting here like it's... Yes. <laughs> my precious. I sit there and I turn around on my chair stroking the white <laughs> dinosaur. Yeah. My name is Dr. No One. I got it. Fine. Wow, you guys are just and, and, uninspired. Okay. Like, let me let me help you with that one, okay? Instead of saying Dr. No One, you should be Dr. No Little. No, I like the Dr. No One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. James Bond, White Cat. Boy. Yeah, then, then, then he's going to appear in a silver suit with a, a clear plastic bucket over his head. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, uh, enough with science fiction. Let's get back to fantasy. Mm. So um, the... Uh, they give you a pretty good dinner that night, and then you guys can just go bed down, pitch your tents right behind the house if you want. Good enough. Works yeah. for me. So um, when we're when the tents and everything have been set up and the camp's ready, I think we should discuss. Uh, so we are travel two days back toward where we think Calchaboro said that lake is. And we could probably make it there in a day. If we push it, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And By nightfall, yeah. From there... What? We got to deal with the phylactery, right? So yeah. Porta Magnum. Yeah. Although, should yeah. we go through Clusquay while we're going? Oh, uh, yeah. We have to see what's going on with your wine shipments. Let's do that. Can so, we... Is Clusquay on the way to the dwarves? Yeah. So if we yes. were to take the road, yes. So if, can we take the road and hit Clusquay, dwarves, and Porta Magnum? Sure. That works for me. Okay. We'll take the Clusquay there. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Okay, good. 
So dragons, then Kaleskwe, then Pheromons, then Porta Magnum. Yeah. Get to do the whole the whole tour. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I forget. Uh, uh, sorry, out of character comment. Did we ever go back to Lowforth? Is that what it's called? The little, our starting. We've scene? never yeah. gone back. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Yeah, we, we did on our way here. Remember, it's half burned down. Mm, I oh, did. Yeah. That's why we asking. gave my parents money. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that, okay. We got to see the most wholesome Walton scene ever with uh, Arlen coming back to <laughs> and see Arlen's favorite his favorite cow. cow. <laughs> yeah. All right. His, All right. his, his uh, bigger right. sister had died. And Did you pass that on to the DM. Do you like me? X. Yes, X. <laughs> no, yeah. Okay. Circle, maybe. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, uh, are you guys going to post guards during the night, or do you suppose it's going to be safe enough around the house? Do, do they do? post guards? Well, they do. They can lock the door. Well, I think if any sea devils mm-hmm. came, the door wouldn't matter. But I'm going to take second watch anyway. I'll take third. I'll take the first. Okay. So, um, Adri, you uh, you uh, are sitting there, and um, you notice that Thrax is curled up on Noan's face again. Excellent. Uh, are you going to wake him? or? No. No, just let, just let him discover <laughs> that when he wakes up? Yeah. Okay. And... Um, then uh, give me a perception roll. Wow, that was almost good. Uh, 12. 12, okay. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's not, not bad. great. It's, it's fair to Midland. Yeah, it's probably Midland. would have seen a dinosaur this yeah. time. And and actually, you do catch a little um, movement out of the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. But um, when you look there, there's nothing there. It could have probably have been just an animal or something, a squirrel or a fox cracking. or something. Yeah. And maybe a fox. Yeah. And uh, then uh, second watch. You wake up and Thrax is sleeping Four. on your face. Because <laughs> oh, there's a dinosaur yeah. on your face. You're still, <laughs> you're still picking the feathers out of your nose there. And, uh, Feather dust in your eye ducts. Yes. Makes it hard to see. I um, glare at Thrax. Yes. He, he, he comes up and headbutts you. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Very good. And uh, But yeah, you notice nothing in the night as well. With the four. Yeah. I'd missed the tidal wave. Yes. Hey, you wake up and the entire party is gone. <laughs> Why? Why am I wet? <laughs> yes. Third. Where am I? Fourteen. Um, so nothing comes to bother you in the night now, but um, right here on the shoreline with no vegetation around, you just get a glorious view of the comet. And it is actually, you know, if, if you hold your hand up and just with all the fingers splayed out at arm's length, it covers that whole section of the sky now. Where are the other seven rain meteors? Yeah. What? Oh. Comet, Pixie, Oh my gosh. You're just on something today, Matt. I don't know what's I'm up on with you. being great jokes. <laughs> That's what I'm on. We, we should not have given him so much sugar. Early. You should have been, you know what, with those bad jokes, you should have been a bard. Seriously. Yes. Okay, and finally fourth. 23. Okay. And um, you notice every last little thing that moves, mouse or anything like that, but nothing is dangerous, so it's kind of nice. You take extra notice of the uh, hamster? Mm-hmm. Actually, right now I'm kind of chuckling as I watch the little baby lizard roost down further on the face of I'm going to build a little thing. I'm <laughs> going to put like a mosquito cage, yes. only a raptor cage yeah. over my head. Go to sleep with a fencing mask yeah. on every night. Yeah. <laughs> we still have the we can make that. Shoe. We can make that happen. <laughs> Excellent. Good. So you guys get up in the morning and uh, bid farewell to the, the fisherman and his family. And um, take off into the thing. Now, yeah, if you guys cut as close as you can to the city without actually getting into the lair of the lizard men or too near the Wantai, um, you can make it there in one day. 
Let's do that. Yeah. Stretch our legs out a bit. Mm-hmm. Been on a yeah. boat. You yep. know, no one isn't. You know, you're talking about building that face shield thing. Isn't part of your whole monk persona the fact that you don't wear armor? It's not armor. It's a face shield. Yeah. There's it, a it, difference. It's a shield instead of it's armor. A sleeping mask. Yes. I wouldn't expect people who live in like silken sheet rooms to understand the difference. It's kind of a reverse CPAP machine. Yeah. <laughs> it's a C-wrapped machine. Exactly. Note to self, no sugar for Matt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And Ginger ale and a peanut butter cookie makes for an awesome time for Matt. <laughs> yes. He's a cheap date. Yes, he is. Anyway, so uh, you guys uh, make it across the Delta. Uh, you have to obviously fo- you know, forge several of the tributaries and take those um, broken down scanty bridges that uh, are left across a few others. And, and uh, you, those are always a little sketchy. You're never sure if they're going to collapse just as you're going across them. But um, in uh, the end of the day, you guys find yourselves in uh, basically the same neck of the woods where you ran into the dragon. And everybody roll for me survival. 18. 13. 23. 12. 15. Okay. And Noan, you were uh, paying especially good um, you know, attention when Galchabar was pointing out where, where it is. And, and just towards the end of the day there, you're kind of circling around, you know, doing, a, doing a, a 360 spin of taking the lay of the land. And I was I was gonna say you had rolled better than twenty, and you did, and and you say, boom, there it is. And sure enough, every, when you point it out, everyone you know recognizes the lake, uh, really a pond that uh, Galchabar had pointed out to you. So you guys know you're in the right spot. Is there That's anything floating good. on the lake? Um, nothing that you can see. I mean, no more than just some you know driftwood and things like that obviously you're down the tropical regions so there's a lot of vegetation so there's you know some leaves and stuff mm-hmm. like that but that's about it okay. any weird smells yeah. acidy bubbles anything like that nothing like that no any mm-hmm. weird women in the middle with magic swords no no snow yeah. system watery tarts handing out swords is yeah. not a basis for a government we've all been over that before Okay, I'm looking for... Oh, it's probably underwater. Who wants to go take a swim? If only someone could breathe water. If only someone could. I'm going to cast um, Alter Self okay. on and myself. It, it is getting late in the day. I mean, you're, you're down the last like 20 minutes of, of sunlight left. But hey, if we can, Careful if about we can those get nocturnal there, sharks. If we can get under there, if it's like an air cave, that's a perfect place to be. You're feeling be a little good. sassy all of a sudden, aren't you? <laughs> nocturnal sharks. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would be called darks. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> you deserve. I'm gonna that. cast alter self. Excellent. And what are you altering yourself to? Aquatic adaptation. You're you adapt your body to an aquatic environment, sprouting gills and growing webbing between your fingers. You can breathe underwater and gain a swimming speed equal to your walking speed, which is thirty. Do you look like a duck? No, this is gonna no. this is gonna be like the gillyweed scene yeah. in Harry Potter. So he, he does that, and all of a sudden he just is kind of doing the, you know the uh, mm-hmm. the you know goldfish thing, and he realizes he can't breathe out of water now, and just flops into the water. But yeah, his ha- yeah. hands become webbed, and he's like, "Come on, guys!" It's like that scene in Aquaman when the guy has to dunk his head in the toilet. All right, so find us the cave. Yeah. 
And you go down, 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 and encounter a rock lobster. And uh, a bikini whale. Yes. And um, you, uh, after only a short time, I mean, it's, it's really apparent. It's, it's about a good um, 25 feet down in the bottom of this pond. Uh, right in the center but yeah there is a cave opening down there so this apparently maybe was like a a uh you know depression with a cave that then got flooded by all of the uh moisture here in the delta and uh you pop uh, up into it and it is in fact dry inside oh that's nice uh, yeah, it, it um you know has uh, a you know, goes back up inside, so there's an air bubble that's trapped there, and you you look around, and there is just all sorts of objects and coins, and so forth, that is uh, stuck there. Well, dang, bring us up or tie a rope or something. I'm like, I mean, can we hold our breath long enough to get down here? Twenty five feet. Okay. It'll be I know, pain think, on the ears. I think it's uh, in the D&D world of Thank You Wizards of the Coast that it's uh, like one minute per constitution modifier you have. Okay. So you have, of one I minute. have one minute. I, <laughs> I'm going to say negative three con. You can't breathe on land. And I can also probably push you. <laughs> you just suffocate. <laughs> you are a sickly young child. You went up to 5,000 feet once and you almost died. You drown on your own saliva. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, I, I can probably also like drag people. Yeah, let's do that. Like okay. The rope wood. So he, he beckons you down. You guys all dive in. Mm-hmm. And obviously it is dark and murky, and you guys are just expecting something to come out of the gloom. Does the I'm going to go moment. up behind no one and just, like, pinch him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Where do we keep Thrax for all this? And, and Schmedrick's drowning. No, nah, he's got his little bubble. What little bubble? His freaking armor. We, that, we've is been over a, this. that is not waterproof, girl. <laughs> if it's if fireball it's acid proof, proof dude, I, it's, I, I, it's waterproof. I can't go down and you know, Thrax will die. I gotta just camp. Okay, so do you guys want to camp on the surface then? And uh, um, I'd like to, if, possible, if you guys are okay with that, I'd like to go down with the sorcerer and, and go into that cave. Does, does okay. the driftwell the work underwater? Too. That's what I was going to ask. Can I turn on the driftwell and just bring it with me underwater? Mm-hmm. Are you going to activate it as you're swimming down? No, turn it on, dive in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then... So, so you basically just kind of see this light just kind of slowly descending into the the depths, um, and uh, then it's gone. So, am I by myself up here? Uh, no. Apparently, um, only uh, Craval and Arlen are down there at this point. I was going to go too. Oh, you too. Yeah. 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 But I think it should be like a he pulls someone down with him one at a time, like a drowner. Thing. Yeah. Yep. You could, I'm gonna make drama. my armor look like. Could, uh, I mean, you could tie a stereotypical like uh, get killed. merman type bluey <laughs> shell like armor. The missing link kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I can't drown poor Thrax. Can you shove Thrax in the bag of holding? Go down real fast. There's no up? air. <laughs> yeah, that's Actually, why you do it real fast. Well, yeah. uh, maybe a that's portable hole cool. I could afford that, but not a. No, there's no air in a portable hole either. Well, there's the air that doesn't the air last as long as it's as like the air that's in that size of a container. You just make a hole and you just walk right through it. There you go. Just makes a hole in a wall for you, which would make it real easy to get all the stuff out. So, okay, so you uh, surface in the cave, and your drift drift globe illuminates everything, and there's just a glitter of 
you know, metal from coins, and there's uh, objects of all sorts. There's bottles of uh, various liquids, uh, just all sorts of things. You see a couple of statues. Okay. Um. Can I go check out the potions? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I mean, are we assuming everyone's going down except for it's Matt? Only, only, those, no only those three have gone down. You, you didn't say anything. Uh. So I'd you, like to go. Go down, go down. Okay. Yeah. Me and Thrax will hang out. Yeah, you're sitting there waiting, and then all, all of a sudden, you're yanked into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> or you just grab his leg, just My to mess it yeah, up. Just... <laughs> My diary. <laughs> it's not waterproof. Oh, there would be dye. Um, while he's going back to retrieve the pallet, and I want to sit down and spread out the ritual for detect magic. Okay. And um, so, yeah, you actually find five potion bottles, and they test as magic. You also find a scroll case that has a scroll in it that's magic. Five potion bottles. And um, the detect magic allows you to see that there's something glowing under a pile of, of, uh, not gems, but coins. And when you move the coins aside, there's a short sword. And a very ornate scabbard there. Hey, I can use short swords. I also can use short swords. Okay. Um, I'm not even there. You just take the sword. It would. It won't tell me what it is. But can I'm I can I get a uh, on the bottles the case in the short sword? Can I get a, a a gleaning of just what type of school of magic they are? Um, it was basically covers the whole, uh, the whole uh, gamut of various things. The short sword, though is um seems to be um the school of necromancy oh god i want it yeah and also you also find a excuse me there's four bottle potion bottles i miscounted and there's also a sack there a uh, kind of a little mini backpack yeah not a full backpack it's more like a haversack Ooh, nice is it very useful is it handy it seems to be very handy, yes. Awesome. Okay, so I've got four potion bottles, one scroll case, one short sword that's in the school of necromancy, and a haversack, which I'm assuming is in the realm of enchantment. Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, Wait, has I... the what enchantment? It's from Enchant- the school, school Enchant- of enchantment. And school ah. enchantment, yeah. Um, how, is it, okay, how big are the statues? The statues are all of about... Um, six inches to maybe a foot. Okay, how many of those are there? And there are four of those. Okay, gonna dump, you, dump you would, that in the bag of holding. Yeah, you would expect that they'd be worth about 250 gold pieces a piece if sold in a big city. Okay. Um, anything else large? Nope, just a lot, a lot, a lot of coins. Start piling it into... So shoveling it into the... Well, how much? I mean, it's only like well, two feet. I have time. Yeah, it's not that big. If I can, it's not so huge. If well, I there's, there's four of you there. You can just... So that's what grab start, handfuls and, and start, throw them in there. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, do you want to take the time to sort it, or do you just want to dump it in? Because well, well, I'll sort it. Sort it. I mean, I don't feel a need to take like a bunch of copper pieces, for example. That seems yeah. Sort of and, and there are a bunch of copper pieces. Us. Okay. I'd I rather mean, gold and you know, platinum. Try to take willing, some of them. If you're more. willing to see it all year. Well, let's let's separate and see what we have and figure out what we're going to take and what we'll leave for later. Can't carry like a huge chest worth. Well, that would probably take till tomorrow morning to do that. So, do you want to join back up and and uh, and our second join no one? Our um, second bag of holding. I is want to on bring the, the 
four potions, the scroll case, the sword, the haversack. I just want to take the. the I just want to carry the sword. I'm just gonna carry the sword. Just gonna put it on. I'm just gonna carry the sword. It's my sword. She's all kind of darky. And We're gonna find out what the sword it's is before the magic. Before goes with me. Before we, before I even relinquish this to you, and I'm not saying I'm not going to. We're going to find you in out. charge of the treasure. We're he going. Was there I've first. been in charge of the treasure. We're going to make sure Gauchabra identifies this first, and that it's not mm. cursed. Okay, fair. I can okay. Curses, but yeah. <laughs> yes, you could you take it, but. and you turn into a sublich. Sorry. Yeah. That would be a skeleton. He said sublich. Is that, is that a new sandwich at Subway? Yeah, okay. it comes with rotted meat. Yes. Awesome. It's not rotted; it's just aged well. <laughs> Try aged, mm-hmm. uh, seasoned, aged for for four hundred <laughs> years. Yes. Okay, so come back up, explain on what we got, have the items I pull back out, and once Arlen stops being in guppy form, ask him to contact Alchabar again. <laughs> okay. So Arlen just spending the whole time we're looking at treasure, just like floating in the water, doing backflips and stuff. Well, the you thing, know what? The if I was if I was him, I'd be doing that. Yeah. You know how cool that would be. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fish. I'm a fish. Full on dolphin. Like, <laughs> I, I look at you and I'm like, look what I can do, and I just take a deep breath of air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it feels so good to have air in my lungs. And he he sits there, gales below the water. Go look what I can do. <sighs> I, I'm gonna intentionally squirt a lot of water on you. I'm like 20 <laughs> feet away, man. I'm not sitting there looking right. at some pond. Okay, so are you gonna unalter yourself there, uh, Arlen, and, and step out of the water? Yeah. Okay. Did you guys like tie a rope so that it's easier to pull yourself down to the cave? It occurs to me at some point it might behoove us to figure out some way of being able to identify things for ourselves. Like one of you being either a bard or a wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that would have been a really good thought. Or even someone who years takes ago. the time to learn how to do ritual spells and picks that one up. Yeah. I can identify objects. I pick up the sword and say it's a sword. Well done. It's not. Yeah. Anyway, okay. anyway. So, should we call Galchabar tonight? Why not? Sure. Well, yeah. We have water right he's... here. Yes, we have yeah. so much. <laughs> it's yeah. a little murky, but see yes. if he's awake. See if there's any gems he's partial yeah, to. He probably it, already took them. I'm not. I'm not too worried about any of the items except for really the sword. I didn't think Galchabar actually visited the lair. I thought. No, he only no. found the pool. Yeah. But it was his guess that this is where it came from. So, yeah, let's call Galchabar. I'm really, more concerned He probably about... would have had to have visited it just to confirm that it is that. But, yeah. But, I mean, he didn't, like, swim down to the lair. We don't know. Anyway. There could have been a better weapon there, but now Galchabar has it. <laughs> I'm going to... Well, you know what? To the finders, finders keepers. Yeah. Spray yeah, I mean, he, he might have already taken everything they wanted. And, so. And left us the but cursed sword. potions and a scroll? Yeah. Okay, anyway. so you're going to give him a call? Yeah. Do you make yourself look pale and like you're a ghost? Are you going to mess with him? No. This is that the ghost awesome. of Ireland. The water was poisonous. Had a bit of an acidic tang to it, and then I drank it. I turned into a fish and was caught and eaten <laughs> by Schmedrick. Anyway, the, the attack. Um, I call him. Real good. So you fill it up and say his name, do the enchantment. And uh, he is back in his tower, apparently. And uh, he, you know, becomes aware of you and, and does the 
reverse enchantment. And this is, oh, hello. This is uh, quite a run we've got going here. So what, two and two days now? Yeah. Very good. Um, oh, hey, I see you're in the woods there near Kalium Sedes. I, did you find the dragon lair like I pointed out to you? Yes, we did. Very and we good. have a couple of uh, items that we would like you to identify oh, yes. there. There was uh, quite a pile of them there in the in the treasure cave. I'm, I'm glad you were able to retrieve them. I did no more than take a, a slight glance. Uh, hold them up. Let me see what they've got there. Hold up the we have this sword. Hi guys, welcome to my Dragon Cave unboxing. <laughs> Today we have this sword. And uh... yeah, lay off the peanut butter cookies, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so hold up the sword. First things first, this is the one I'm most concerned about. We have this scroll, we have this bag, and we have these bottles. Well, couldn't Arlen tell us what the scroll was? Uh, I, I can't identify. Can you, you read it? You can't what? Yeah, you should be able to just read it without reading it. Yeah. Unless That's true. Yeah. And it turns out to be a scroll of animate object. Neat. Mm. Very good. Animate the bag of holding. Yeah. yeah. And um, so you hold up the that sword first? Evil. Yes. Yep. He says, oh my, I, I didn't spot that when I was in the cavern before. <laughs> um, it was hiding. Yes. Uh, well... You will have to decide if this is a object that you wish to wield yourself. Um, this appears to be a sword of life stealing. Um, obviously, Vampire it is sword. a bit of a uh, questionable object to be holding. Oh. Dang uh, it. And uh, basically, the way the sword of life stealing works is um, it's a short sword. If you get a mm -hmm. uh, if you uh, get a crit, a twenty on the attack roll. The target takes an extra 10 necrotic damage if it isn't a construct or undead. And you also gain 10 temporary hit points. So you suck 10, 10 uh, hit points of life out of the target. What so, makes it questionable? Uh, well, you're, you're sucking some of the life force out of a being and transforming it to yourself. Uh, <laughs> Is that any worse than taking a sword and extinguishing the life force of a being? Well, uh, it, it is uh, definitely a, a debate that you must have with yourself. Is there, say... An alignment limitation to wielding it? Um, nope, not so much. But uh, you'll you just have to decide if it's, it's something that you can uh, can ethically do to suck the life out of a being. So it's a one d. It's a uh, short swords are finesse weapons, so you can mm -hmm. use strength or dex form. So it would yes. would count as a monk weapon? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And monks yes, can use mm -hmm. short swords specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I look at Adrian. No one like. So who wants it? Adrian let's, can have it. Let's finish identifying everything. Is there something that you well, can that's trade? Basically, oh, I'm sorry. In the four, uh, My alignment. I don't the know. bag. Pass the bag me. to him. I mean, I'll take it if you mm. don't want it. Do you have something you trade? I'm not just going to give it to you. He has the daggers already has. I can lend him a suit of chain mail and give him <laughs> trade. The bag. The bag. Okay. Uh, it says, ah, yes, this, this is a uh, Heward's handy haversack. Hmm. Is that in line with a bag of holding? Uh, it's very similar, just slightly larger. Oh, very nice. Is it larger or smaller? I thought it was smaller. I think it's larger because like a, ba a bag is a bag, and then a haversack's like a backpack type thing. This is a haversack right here. Yeah, and a bag is just, I imagine, like a sack yeah. like that big. Yeah, but so this is an actual backpack. It has a central pouch and two side pouches, each of which is 
an extra dimensional space. Each side pouch can hold up to 20 pounds of material, um, not exceeding a volume of two cubic feet. And the large central pouch can hold up to eight cubic feet or 80 pounds of material. It always weighs five pounds no matter what. That's 120 pounds Very nice. of material. I think... Uh, I kind of want that. In all actuality, I think that, and I'm going to tend to agree. I think Arlen should have this. I agree. I, I think, think this, this also... is just basically what he needs to store his his more fragile items, like his wands and things like that. And also all the coins that are down there yeah. below us. Yeah. And actually, you can put a, a, a breathing creature in there, and they can survive up to 10 minutes. Nice. So you can just Very nice. shove uh, Thrax is in that there. Also at the other bags? Uh, let's see what the bag of holding says. No bag of holding specifically yeah. say you yeah. cannot. Yeah. All right. So add to your inventory, Arlen. One handy haversack. Added. Uh, who's taking the sword? Uh, I guess I'll take the sword. Okay. Uh, and uh, now I'll, the four potions. Also, uh, the the scroll. Did Did we I'm go pretty, over the potions yet? No, not yet. I'm the only one who can cast it. I was it, about right? to say. I think so. Is animate well? Is animate object in your will well? It's a scroll. Okay. Well, yeah. Then here you go. Well, actually, anybody that can cast a spell can cast a scroll, but yeah, that's fine. I don't. I'm, I'm never going to use it. I don't think. So the the sword, um, it's only the the d6 of necrotic plus the ten nope. temporary hit points. If well, you crit, it just it's doesn't a, a d6, d6 of damage. Yeah, because you use right. it as a monk weapon. When you critical, yeah, you do a d10 worth more of necrotic like, damage. Ten points more. Ten okay. points of, ten. Uh, of necrotic damage, and you get ten temporary hit points. So, so you, it's flat. Yeah. No rolling necessary. So, Adri's taking that? Now, only if it wasn't if you roll a one, you get the ten points back. Yeah. Then she would be immortal. Yeah. And then uh, hand over the four potion bottles. Uh-huh. And he uh, looks at the first one, and this one actually looks kind of familiar to you. You've, you've seen uh, things like that before. Um, but this one just seems to be more in and says, Oh, this is a potion of superior healing. Uh, so, mm. mo more... Uh, more effective than the uh, ones that you've used before. How much is that one? 88. And that one is. Go to the potion page here. So superior healing is 8d4 plus 8. 4 plus 8. Okay. And then you hold up the next one and he says, oh, this is an elixir of health. What does that do? And so an elixir of health. I need to actually print out like little magic item cards. You guys can just hold, yeah. And uh, then, then we wouldn't have to look it up. I think I think we've had one of those ones before where it cures just about everything. Like if you drink it. Yeah. I think you gave it to one of our one shots. Elixir of health. So when you drink this potion, it cures any disease affecting you and removes any and the blinded, deafened, paralyzed, and poison conditions. It's a clear lead, red liquid that has tiny bubbles. So it cures all except for curses. Yep, pretty much. And uh, yeah, you guys did, I think, use that to get rid of the poison condition mm -hmm. or, or blinded condition one time, yeah. Okay, next he says, one. Oh, he says, oh, this is a potion of clairvoyance. And that one does. What does that do? Well, this is, uh, once again, you'll have to... Uh, figure out how to ethically use it. But uh, when you drink this potion, you gain the effect of the clairvoyance spell. An eyeball bobs in the yellowish liquid but vanishes when the potion is opened. <laughs> yummy, yummy, huh? <laughs> and so clairvoyance... I think I know what this one does. Take a look See at that the spell. future. 
No, I think you set up a sensor where you can actually like basically hear or, and or see through the mm -hmm. little ball you put up. So clairvoyance, you create an invisible sensor within range and location familiar to you or a place you have visited or seen before or an obvious location that is unfamiliar to you, such as behind a door, around a corner, or in the grove of trees. The sensor remains in place for the duration and it can't be attacked or otherwise interacted with. When you cast a spell you choose seeing or hearing, you can use your chosen sense through the sensor. It's so a spy same. cam. Basically, yeah, it's a spy cam yep. in a bottle. So I'm right, push and clairvoyance, same as spell. And you can switch it between seeing and hearing. Yeah. Switch it like as so often you can, as you can. You can look here. like a camera and then click listen, click back to camera. And the last one? And it says, oh, well, your paladin's going to be very pleased at this. Um, I believe he used a similar potion to great effect when you were trapped in the uh, arena of pain. Uh, this is actually a potion of, of stone giant strength. Mm. And that one. So that would give you a strength of 23 for one hour. Okay. Well... Um, the potion of clairvoyance I'm going to give to Adri since she's our sneaky sneak. Okay. The uh, the potion of health I am actually or the elixir of health and the superior healing I was going to put in the bandolier to pass out as needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that, those are like good cleric things. I have. actually have two empty spots right now. And then uh, the potion of stone giant strength is probably useless to everybody so just toss it. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't use it. <laughs> Give that one to <laughs> Cotter. Cotter will pick that up if nobody else yeah. wants it. He's like, you're not just going to throw that away, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, everybody. in the equipment part of my character sheet, I still have a blank where you can barely see Potion of Frost Giant Strength. I can just write over for this. Okay, and who got the haversack again? Was that Arlen? Arlen. Yeah. And looking up the bag of holding actually holds more. It holds 500 pounds. This mm -hmm. one was like 120. But you can't put a living creature in there, so... So I guess uh, that'll be the new thing from now on. Um, no on is like combat starts. You shove Thrax into the into the uh, backpack. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah. hey, we're best buds now, Arlen. Hey. Yeah. As long as combat only takes ten minutes. Until Thrax becomes. Which you probably should. Yeah. I mean, we usually we killed the Beholder in about a minute and a half. Yeah. But if we get all knocked out or something. Well, then Thrax would have died Then Thrax anyway. wouldn't yeah. have someone to take care of him to begin with. So are you going to backpack Thrax and everyone's going to dive in the water? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. And I, I, I put some jerky in there. I, I think it'd be a good spot to camp because yeah. nothing's going to snug up on us, at least not very easily. Yeah, so let's do it. Okay. So you sign Watch off with, with uh, Galchabar? Potentially. Yeah. Okay. Should we tell him before we do that that we're going to go to Kalesway, then the, then Faramond, then to Porta Magnum? Just you, you tell me. Yeah, just let's just tell say him. Say that that's where we're gonna go. We've heard some news out of Kalesque that some things are going awry. He says, "Ah, oh, yes. Well, I was there for the uh, spring festival, the the new wine festival, and things did not look good there when I was there. So I can only imagine they're worse now. So um, you'll have to report back what you find. Uh, I do enjoy the halfling's wine. We'll grab you a bottle. Oh, thank you." Okay. Okay. So you're gonna now that it's like pitch black, you're gonna dive down into the water. Well, the lights. I mm -hmm. saw the light yep, from the mm -hmm. orb. 
so everyone will be able to see. Okay, and down, down, down you go, and uh, you end up in this cave. Uh, one problem is that the cave is about 50-something degrees, and you guys are all now sopping wet. Start a fire. Yeah, about to say. In the cave. That's not a problem. In a cave underwater? The cave's not underwater. You said the cave was... Yeah, you go down yeah. the thing and... The... Oh, it's still... It's completely... I, I thought yeah, we it, popped it, up into an air bubble. Yeah, yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. But we're also lighting a fire in an enclosed space. With a limited oxygen under the water. Oh, that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know who isn't wet? You're Thrax. actually you're wet, wet. too. Thrax. You're wet too. Thrax. You know, no, no, Thrax. Thrax. Yeah, Thrax. Well, what we can do you know is... what? And I have Thrax will keep me warm by sleeping on. I mean, Lisa's face. I have to say, like most of us had a second change of clothes from when we visited, unless you guys got rid of that from when we visited the elves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was probably keeping it in a bag of holding. I probably wasn't just no. carrying it on my person. So, I have a change of clothes. Okay, so you're gonna get changed into your fancy duds. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what clothing I'm wearing. I'm. Um, Does my sword's fire consume oxygen? It's fire. Would magic fire? It's magic fire. I don't think magic fire would. No magic fire. Because it doesn't need fuel either. Magic fire is fire rated magically. Then how is it burning? Well, it burns. It's not burning anything. I'm going to say it's not. It's not going to suck up the oxygen in the room. So So you're just going to light your sword and put it down on the floor, and you guys can hang all your wet stuff around Mm. it. Yeah, (laughs) all these socks Mm. on your sword. Yeah, man. Adrian Adrian must be a mess. Your makeup's all running. (laughs) I thought she doesn't wear it. I thought thought, thought you were. We did just leave. She has the circlet. Yeah. Were you circling it around the fishing? Yeah, she's only she's only been wearing the makeup when you guys are in a situation where she can't. You know, break free to, to refresh the circlet. No, I'll so. just pull out a pair, of clean pair, or a dry pair of pants, and since that's basically yeah. all I wear, and swap uh, it out. Anyway, and then you are in a giant pile of coins. So you're gonna stay up into the night sorting coins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll see a what else to do. Or until we get too tired to continue, then we'll take a rest and then finish up in the morning. Sounds good. Copper here, silver there, electrum there, gold there, yeah. platinum there. So uh, by you, it really only takes a couple of hours, and you're you're pretty tired by the time you're done. It's been a big day, but you uh, end up with um, ninety electrum pieces, ninety electrum, and two hundred and twenty gold pieces, mm-hmm. and um, oh excuse me, two hundred and twenty silver pieces, not gold pieces. I read that wrong, um, and then one hundred and twenty gold pieces. 120 gold pieces and 120 platinum pieces okay and then there's more than a thousand copper pieces but you guys said you're just gonna ignore those we don't ever use copper yeah well we could always change it up too yeah, yeah i would i um, think we should take it all right we'll take the copper how many copper? i would like to pay with these pennies ones. please <laughs> well no but if we have much of copper just you can trade it into silver mm-hmm. all right so let's take the copper over 1,000 of okay. it. Okay, there's 1,100 copper pieces there. So the dragon was able to amass a fortune there in its uh, short life there, but uh, not quite as much of a hoard as certainly an ancient dragon would have gotten. So, so. everybody will get 220 copper pieces. Mm-hmm. 18 electrum. 44 silver. 24 gold and 24 platinum. You said 18 electrum? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you said eight, ne- 18 um, platinum? Yeah, eight, eight, 18, no. 24 platinum, 18 mm-hmm. electrum. 
Okay, and then we have those four gold statues to trade in somewhere and mm -hmm. things like that as well. And some onyx statues and whatnot. Mm -hmm. We will be definitely be doing a uh, shopping session soon, I guess. I see. I need to buy a short bow. Darts aren't cutting it. Can you use a short bow? Yes. Oh. It's a simple weapon. And uh, who's getting the scroll of animate object? Arlen. I am. Okay, and that is something a sorcerer can use, so. Very good. Okay. And uh, you're going to call it for the night? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, so you settle down and, uh, you know, the the cheery uh, fire of uh, of the flame tongue swords uh, slowly drying your uh, clothing out. And uh, you're all dressed in your finery and you knock off for the evening. And that's where we're going to stop today. Loop, loop. notes okay well um copper pieces uh it's kind of amazing uh how how uh, lofty this group has gotten already that uh they don't even want to deal with copper pieces anymore oh my gosh uh, they're just little tiny pieces of copper uh whereas just a little while ago it'd be like give me all the copper pieces so uh that's interesting there we are anyway uh the other fun thing um after the session was done bryce uh, said uh, poor matt he was trying so hard to get a joke land all session long and it just wasn't happening and some days are like that you know you go out there and all the dad jokes just bomb but oh well anyway uh so the party has found the treasure hoard and uh, has more money than they ever thought they would ever have in their lives um, obviously the uh, dragon didn't get much of a chance to amass some treasure, but it did get some stuff, which is kind of nice. And uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, if uh, Adri is comfortable using that sword as she goes on. Uh, we'll just have to see. Or maybe this is her drowish side coming out. But anyways, the party has their treasure. It's time to head off for Kalesque, but first a nice nap. What will happen after that? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>